Hey y'all, we made it to Saturday, yay. Um, welcome. I haven't slept yet, but soon I will. Let's talk about love a little bit. Love, love, love. Al Green. He's simply beautiful. Oh, the song resonates with me. It's just it's so painful at times, especially when your your heart's broken. You're breaking hearts. You don't know you're breaking hearts, but you are. Um, and sometimes love can be careless. Um, people can be careless. Um, looks like I'm gonna say um a lot tonight this morning. I, uh, personally have had trying the day, Friday, the night, and it's running into Saturday, but, uh, a lot of things that, that, that bother me are, uh, when people, you know, don't rise up to the, the, accountability um, plank and uh, when stuff lingers on for a while and you kind of get stuck in it you know for other reasons you get get you know brought down you know uh, it's really hard to get out of sometimes but regardless you know when you know you have good intentions on your heart when you know that you've done everything possible for salvaging anything in your life. I'm not talking about items, material things in your home. I'm not talking about that type of salvage. I'm talking about the trust, the love, the unconditional love that's supposed to be there already. The the, the loyalty is a big thing. I'm not an angel, no. Over a these past months have been um, full of love at times for me and uh, full of sadness and tears. And the, But the love for myself has been that in itself, you know, sadness and tears and also other stuff. Tears of joy, tears of, of hope, tears of recognizing things that I didn't see before because I... My, prayers were answered to get the answers so you know all in all uh, no matter what the trying times may bring um, if you can find the lighter side if you can change your perspective tilt your kaleidoscope like I say um, find it grab it keep it um, anything that's you know been defeated in your life in your love and your relationships you have to just face the, the tears. You have to face the disappointment. That's part of the pain and love. But it's better to have pain and love than to never know love at all. You know, it's true. You have some happiness in your life at one point in your life. Let me just remind you that. 
So know that you're not alone. You may be like physically alone right now, but you're really not alone. Still not alone. My faith um, can vouch for that, but it's okay if you don't believe what I believe. That's fine. Um, I just really wish that more would have um, faith in themselves more than anything. But ultimately, I've I've lost my faith several times. It's been shaken, and it's been tossed around. It's been beaten down. It's been stolen at times. And you wonder why? How how could that happen? You know, it's a uh, trickery, foolery. It's the demons, the darkness, the Satan, devil, um, evil that will creep around, and then you know kind of uh, distort things in, in their own way and make you feel as if you're wanted when you're in a vulnerable space and being wanted may show for a day or so as something great and then it becomes a horror horror movie basically it can become that um, because some people in this life, when they invest in things, they put a good amount of, of work and, and money and different things into it. If we're talking about material things. But when we want to talk about relationships, your investments in your relationships, your loyalty towards each other. Um, at this point in my life, uh, I'm really at a point where it's, it's, it's hard to, to ever hear that I'm breaking any hearts. Because there's misunderstanding. You know, I try not to to just go to the justification board, but yeah. So also why why? It's a big, big question. Why do we allow people to when I say we I mean I have done this, why do we allow people to creep in that we have a we see a light in them and like start to see the bad side and we just stay it's so crazy maybe helpful just to to know that that light's gonna come and go in waves right and that you feel like you're gonna be able to swim with this no no you will drown you'll go to the depths the darkest place I've ever seen in my entire life. I can't say I'm fortunate going there, but I can say that I learned a lot from there. And my body, my mind, my soul, my spirit, and my heart were tortured. When I say that, I mean that. And I was ready to just give, give up on any type of love towards God, towards my family. No, not that love. I always love them, but in turn, giving up on myself would be giving up on them, my kids, you know? It's it's a hard pill to swallow. But thankfully, God saw that, that I was fighting, and I fought to rise up back to earth, but through that quick rise up 
God started to take me down the roads and all the way elevating me to where I needed to be. And then he sent me somewhere after I got to see the light and the, the glory and the beautiful feelings. The most joyful thing I've ever seen and experienced and touched. After that, he put me back down, put his hand on my head, put me back down and said, No, Kristen, you are here. Still, you have work to do on yourself and helping other people. And that's what I'm doing. Myself first. So I can be the best mom, daughter, friend, co-worker, acquaintance, dog, mama, I mean sister, I just, I can go on and on, I get emotional because I know that things in my life with poor choices of people and, and different things that have really just created chaos within my family and their concerns and, and a lot of hard, hard times, scary times, they didn't think I'd make it. They were worried about getting calls throughout the night. I was on a missing list after a hurricane in Pensacola. So I isolated myself so much with this person that I loved. Now, I stayed loyal throughout this entire uh, toxic relationship. There were good times here and there, but... About 90%, not so well. And, uh, I didn't deserve what was thrown at me. I didn't deserve what was pushed at me. I didn't deserve having hands around me where they shouldn't be. I didn't deserve hurting myself. I didn't deserve any of that, but I did make choices that were not good. And because I love this person that was so toxic to me, how? I asked why, because I saw his heart, because I, I saw his, his soul when it was pure, not for very long, but I saw the light. And I see a light in many people, but I do see the dark, too, in many people. I can see it in their eyes. I know when there's energies. And, uh, it's, it's very, very draining. It can be painful. Um, I know everything in the world. I'm a poet that didn't know it all. Maybe five foot four, but my heart really is ten foot tall. Yeah. Love can be just the wreckage from a, a, a ship. You know, it could, it could be uh, the most beautiful thing ever. There's such beauty in love. Love for our children. Love for our family, our friends, our significant others, a love for God. 
you not love the darkness? I pray that for you. Think about who created you. If you believe that the darkness created you, then you must not see the beauty in this world at all. You must just see black and white. You don't see the in-between, the contrast. You don't see the colors. You don't see the vibrancy. You don't see the things that are, you know, accent to other things. The ambience, the brightness, the shadows, the in-betweens. You don't see that then. One thing I talked about before in, in a previous segment was the fact that you know, think about this with with light and dark. The world's not just in black and white. Sorry, it's not. But I'll, I'll entertain the other people's perspectives. I don't have to agree with it, but I'll listen. Um, when you go to get your heart uh, echoed or, you know, uh, any Doppler stuff going on, the baby, baby's heartbeat, ultrasound stuff, whatever it may be, but on the ultrasound or or like when you have to check the blood clots and different things, or they ultrasound your legs and, and all this. Um, do you think that you would get an image from that if it was just a black screen? No. Do you think you would get a good image of the baby or the heart or whatever it may be with, the, with just a white screen? Let's try that one. No. What about if we add those two together, the black and the white? What happens? There's a contrast. That is how you see the image. Not just black and white, the in-betweens. And those can be the very, very, very detailed, important things ever. The in-betweens. The collision souls. This is the concept where partially the soul thing came from for me. And it's meant in so many ways and it's really, really cool actually. But if we can change our perspective, tilt the kaleidoscope around for, for the image I want to, to show y'all, for y'all to visualize, sense in some way. Sensei, no. Um, I want you to Think about, let's say, let's say you're like me, like this is me with colliding the souls. And I just discovered a new discovery with all this the other day. Collisions of a soul, or souls, collide a soul. Okay. Um, we have the old soul, and this is not the good old soul. Like this is the old soul that was going to the depths of hell. Kristen's old soul. Old, old Kristen. Okay. Then we have over here, we have the new soul. The soul that was given to her from God. And he said, you are given this last chance, Kristen. Make it count. So, for me to have these spiritual battles and, and kind of questioning things and, and coming from a, a force of a, a lot of visions and things and, and also getting off medications and, and other things that I had to square away. But 
ultimately I realized that the collision of souls I have to have to have the in-betweens I have to have the dark and the light the dark is my old soul the light is the new saved soul last chance this is my last chance or I get a, a nail in my coffin or actually I'll have an urn that's my choice and I'm an organ donor you know I have a cadaver donated bone in my in my neck surgery three years ago and I have to have another one I have titanium in my, in my neck too but so you've got the old dark soul the new saved brighter lighter soul the in-between is the contrast of what you need to see and then you collide them and you accept that is your acceptance that that doesn't mean that you are carrying around this old soul that is so negative and everything no you can collide and decide what comes from that you don't have to take the whole whole old soul but you have to put it in a place where you can go find it every once in a while because what you want to do with your new soul you know life still goes on you are on planet Earth and you have to keep doing the work to keep this new soul. But in turn, we have to go back and reflect and revisit the old soul. And, you know, see why accountability is so important and being humble is so important. And being kind in this world is being so important because we have to go back and say, uh-huh, negative uh, bye, Alicia. Pulling me over here, and you stare her way down there, and I don't want to ever talk to you again. No, no but really, so <sighs> reference things as much as you can. Maybe if you change your thinking a little bit, um, be creative with it. Open your mind, your heart, your everything. I want you to have faith in yourself more than anything, and. And, uh, yeah, so, I hope that y'all understand that I'm not trying to be, uh, I'm just really tired right now, I'm not trying to be the shrink for anybody. I'm trying to disclose, you know, stuff that's going on apparently with me, my life, this is my therapy, but also I want you to challenge yourself with some of these things that I put out there. And if you don't understand it, please message me. Like, tell me what clip it is or tell like write it down or or whatever and be like whatever question I'm down for any debates as long as it's kind and civil but yeah um what really stings is when you have you know a marriage and a divorce and a remarriage and then a divorce come in and uh you say this person uh doesn't want it and hasn't wanted it or seen it and is apparently in love with somebody else and has been but all of a sudden these emotions start arising from this person and you have such a history with this person and it's so hard to just especially if you have kids it's hard to just let go or you know ignore this person you can't ignore you have kids you have to talk about the kids but there comes a point when when some people get so wrapped up in 
the past of, of their relationship and, and wanting that person one more time or let's try again, come on, we've been, no, there's some, sometimes there's too much damage and resentment and anger. And it's unfortunate when the other person or even both people can't recognize that it's over, you know? And they have to keep poking and poking and poking. It comes becomes a little harassing. And I've dealt with a lot of harassment in my life. Overseas in Saudi Arabia. In America. On airplanes with my sons. People screaming and yelling at us. Like with throwing pillows. Because my youngest Dawson who has autism. Was having an episode. Um, we're not going to be able to take off, and whenever we're supposed to land, he added to really restrain him. He doesn't like to be confided in tight places or whatever. So, yeah, um, my point being is it's, we're gonna, we're gonna go through stuff like we need to. Not always how we want to. After there's, you know, Dissolved things and relationships, people, and property, or whatever it may be. The biggest thing is when you go through something like this. I know keeping your composure is really hard. I guess because I've been beat up so much, literally, <laughs> and you know, mentally. But um, I, I've I've gotten tougher skin a little bit and been able to keep my composure more. But I do get uh, my moments where I lay down <laughs> everything, like, really hard on somebody that I need to. Because they need to know to have respect for me. And then they need to know that there's a line not to be crossed again. Because I've been um, in situations before where, especially overseas, where... Um, somebody who, uh, put their hands on me and, uh, could have, uh, lost his job right away, could have been shot, you know, could have been really bad, um, really bad, but I, I don't have those malicious bones in my body. So it comes to just show you a lot of these things I'm obviously talking about are me, and, uh, it's sad. More than anything, it's disappointing. But I do have hope. I do forgive this person. I do pray for this person. But I have to stand my ground and I have to keep my kids first. Keep me first and my kids first. You know? And I have to, to keep reiterating that this is my life. And my son's life. And that it needs to be maintained as well as it should be. And for any total emotions that, that run through that and skip through things, then that's just going to, that's going to be a bad situation for kids. So, but... I'm trying to roll with the punches. I am. I'm just tired of getting shot at. I'm tired of the triggers. Um, I'm getting to a, a fed up point, but 
I'm keeping my composure. I'm just really tired too, so that's why I'm talking like this. But um, I wish that that everyone could see. That, you know, even so, in these these times of breakups and make up, makeups and breakups, and then like you know, divorce or whatnot. Oh, excuse me. We could see the beauty and that's you know if you have kids and and wow that's amazing like look look what y'all made together and look there could be a friendship in the future and whatever but it's pending on the other person most of the time that's that's uh wanting more and you're not so you have to be very careful men and women be very careful. Keep your guard up. Not too, not too much. I mean, if we do want to love, we have to try to trust people, right? And we have to try to get hope again, right? I have plenty of hope. But I have hope more so for myself. Yeah, I'd love to be booed up for, some, for the rest of my life. But, you know, with one person booed up. It sounds silly, but you know, um, I love hard. I fall hard. That is me. But I am loyal. Right now, I'm I'm one of the most loyal people. Like as far as like seriously, I have made made mistakes and been careless in the, in the past and didn't think about certain things and it made me look not so loyal. But let me tell you, I'm a loyal person, and I mean what I say. Say what I mean. So, I really hope that if you're going through these things, um, just know you're you're never alone, and it can be draining. It's it is going to be draining, but you have to just find that push right until something happens. Find that that thing that helped you get through other things. That just seemed like they were just never going to end. What? How did you get through that before? Tell me. Use that. Find a way. Reconfigure whatever you need to do with whatever tools you have. And I'm not talking about a hammer or a knife. Please, yeah, please don't use knives. But I'm talking about like coping skills. Like meditation, breathing, I know some people don't want to hear that, yoga, I know some people don't want to hear that, exercise, don't want to hear that, art therapy, music, come on, who doesn't like art or music, come on, no, but reading, you know, demolition uh, facilities where you can go break shit, I really want to go soon, who's going to go with me, let me know, um, but yeah, uh, you have tools. They just might be scattered. And thankfully, uh, I'd hope you don't have crowbars and blunt objects and and tool tools and hammers and stuff hidden in couches, underneath beds, in bathrooms, and in different places because you're terrified of where you live. That would be. That sounds like that would be like a, a very horrific movie. Yeah. Oh, wait, that was my life for a little bit. Yeah. Terrified. Misery. Toxic. 
called the batshit crazy girlfriend. Negative. Yeah, I had my moments, but uh, negative. I was not the batshit crazy person. I was not the dumbass. I was not the worthless person. I was not the opportunist. I was not lazy. I was not a horrible artist. I was not ugly. I was not, what other words? A bitch, a cunt, a slut. I was not, did I say dumbass? I was not any of those things. I felt like I was, because repetitively, you know, that was said to me. I was abandoned quite a <laughs> few, 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 few times. That's not love. That is not love. That's toxic. That's games, mind games. Yeah, gaslighting stuff. Um, uh, it's sad, but I pray for those people that allowed the demons to possess them. I pray for y'all. And the demons that try to, you know, circle around me. I say no to them. I control my mind, my body, and my soul. I do. So remember, you have the choice to have a chance for change. You do. You need to grab control. Please. Love can suck, but love can be awesome too. Love can be just let's go to the light after 30 minutes of talking about it. Love can be the most beautiful, magical thing. And the most love that I've ever felt in my life has been from God, besides my family. The most unconditional. It's there. I promise you. It's beautiful. And I would fight a thousand wars. To be there. And I know I'll have battles ahead. But through him. Through his love, through his trust in me, through him witnessing me, or fight a big, big fight, he will protect me. He will give me the strength, and I will give him my weaknesses so he can give me strength. I don't need to have fear or hate in my life anymore. I never wanted it there to begin with. But I also can tell you, never again will my soul be taken and twisted and tortured ever again. I will not allow it. I want y'all to learn how to love again. I'm learning. Hopeful, but I don't need to have a man in my life right now. 
companionship is great. I'm working on myself. I have God, myself, my two sons, and my dog, and my family. And I'm so thankful. I may have had a house fire and lost, kind of lost everything. But I have my memories. I have my life. My sons are alive. My dog is alive. The other person there turned out he was fine. But he's really not fine. I don't talk to him anymore. I don't need to talk to him anymore. That got really bad. Um, but yeah, so... I just, um... I, I wish I could just have y'all look through my eyes and see what everything I've seen and felt and heard and touched. The good and the bad. Because if you had, like, one second in the bad, you would, like, if all those, those things I just told you, if they could just, you know, say we give you 30 seconds, if that could be a quick 30-second, like, trailer to what hell's like, for you to touch it, for you to feel it, 30 seconds of it, you would be begging, begging to go. God, you will start fighting, hopefully, and not give up. Because if you do go up, give up, then you go back down. You go back down. And, uh, you don't come back up. And that little bit of 30 seconds torture is your eternity. Over and over again. Groundhog Day movie. Not a good one. But if if you fight enough and you really show the dear Lord that you don't want to be down there and you ask for forgiveness, you surrender yourself for him to show you what is possible, where the beauty resides, and where your heart can be unchained and your mind can be clear again. And your soul can be saved. I want y'all to really think about this. Oh, if y'all can only see through my eyes. Oh, man. I really need to write a book. I really need to start doing that. I, uh... I just... I'm exhausted from love. <laughs> and I'm exhausted from people still being hateful. Um, I'm exhausted from a lot of things. Missing my kids. But I am also very thankful for being this life. I am very blessed. Very blessed. There were times that I really wanted to just be with him when he started taking me to a journey that down all these roads that, you know, I was getting close, 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 and, and smiling with tears of joy, you know, would not stop coming down my face. And the tears of joy, it was just like amazing. Amazing. Didn't want it to end, but he said, no, let me put you back down there on earth. And, Avoid 
that dark realm, Kristen. You can use it in your messages so people will understand more. But y'all, I have to back up a lot with it because it becomes so dark. It becomes so heavy for me. It becomes numb at times. But then I have high, high anxiety sometimes about it. So I want y'all to know I'm trusting you with my, my, my tears, my, my heart, my thoughts, my everything. I'm not mentioning names unless I'm shouting out to friends and don't mind. But I honestly don't want it all, any of y'all. To go and sit in misery anymore and think it's okay because it's not. You're better than that. You are enough and I wish you would just do your affirmations. Take a baby step forward. Sometimes we do have to take a couple steps back to go forward. But as long as you have goals, as long as you find that thing that makes you happy again. And start there and then you'll find something else. And else and that's domino effect. It is possible. I'm not just doing this for me. I'm doing this for y'all too. And this is it is draining. But I want y'all to listen and not just hear. I want y'all to feel my emotion. I want you to see how serious I am. How passionate I am about all this. It is a gift. It is the best damn job ever. And it is a lot of work to keep up with yourself, your healing process, and then also share that with the world. Very, very, very hard to do. So I pray y'all have all good intentions and listen to this. Share it as much as you want. Know you're never alone. And love is out there. There's so much hope for love, even if you can receive it like that. Over and over again, I get it. So, I have faith in y'all. I have faith in myself. Um, trial, trials will come and they will go. People will come, they will go. Don't let your faith just come and go. Keep it. And if it's gone, 